people who embrace this are starting to use this interaction with the porn actors as a way to give them romantic relationships or sexual relationships so that they don't have to pursue it in the regular real world. Today, we're going to talk about pornography and the way that it's affecting men in today's society. Quick disclaimer, I'm going to be talking about pornography, but I'm not going to dive into anything around the morality behind pornography. There are those who see it as benign. Morally speaking, there are those who create pornography or ingest pornography. I'm not touching the morals of pornography at all. That's your own piece. Take it and leave it there. I'm simply going to discuss the impact that pornography is having on men today, both adults and also teens and kids growing up with the level of pornography that exists. And you can take this information and merge it with your, all, with your existing morality around pornography to make decisions as to how to proceed. So quick disclaimer aside, putting that over there around the morality, not going to touch that. So what, what is going on today with pornography? Very quick definition, pornography is any form of media that, ex that depicts sexually explicit material. So this could be images, this, this could be videos, this could be games that now exist today that, ex that express sexually explicit acts of any kind. And so what's happening nowadays, which is very different from previous generations, is that the level of access to pornography, the quantity of pornography, the quality of pornography, and the variety of pornography has just exploded beyond all recognition of any previous generation that they've ever experienced. And so if we go back in time, if we go back to, let's say, the boomer generation when it comes to pornography for them, pornography for them was primarily uh, still images in magazines. The boomers, their formative years long predates the internet, so there wasn't anything any digital forms of pornography for them to access. It was primarily magazines, things like Playboy and et cetera. They also would have um, movie theaters, which would be geared towards adult content in that kind of way. Uh, the boomers also would predate home videos to a degree. Maybe some of the, you, that's more Gen X is more home videos when you can go out and get the VHS kind of tape. So for, for the boomer generation, pornography was not that was difficult to get your hands on and had a level of exposure involved. You had to physically go someplace to either buy the magazine or to actually watch the movie in a theater, which sounds very bizarre by today's standards that you would go to a movie theater and watch porn the same way we would watch a Marvel movie today. But that, that's how it was back then. If you wanted video, you, that's, you, there wasn't that at home. Hey all, if you're enjoying this video so far, click subscribe. It helps the channel out a ton and I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much. Just hit subscribe right down below and back to the video. Now, let's jump to the next generation, the Gen X generation. Their access to pornography, they still had the theaters, they still had the magazines. Now they started to throw in home videos. This would be the VHS era. So this, you'd still have to go out and purchase 
it. So it still required a level of personal exposure when it comes to acquisition. And then you'd still have to watch it typically on the handful of TVs you'd have in your house. So still a higher incidence of getting caught is still a lot of higher incidence of, of difficulty of, of obtaining the porn. Now, let's jump to the next generation, my generation, the millennial generation. You still had everything I just described. VHS is now converting into DVDs, but then you also have the infancy of internet pornography. Now, for my generation, the millennial generation, depending on what level of millennial you are, the older millennials, so people like myself born in the 80s, um, internet pornography was in its infancy. This was the dial-up era. So pornography online was, video was of unbelievably poor quality if, and it took forever for it to load. And images would even, even images would take forever of literally they'd be loading one pixel at a time, one row at a time over and over and over again. Once again, this is the dial-up era. Um, this is the dial-up era in that kind of regard. Cell phones for my generation in my formative years we're very, we're still pretty primitive. We're still relatively expensive. And this long predates the iPhone. The iPhone, I don't think was in, I think it was 08, I think was the one the iPhone came out. So data plans and things like that. This was the, the you were just starting to get into getting emails on your phone, let alone videos. And trust me, they were garbage on those devices as well. So yes, more exposure. More easier access, though less devices, usually for the millennial generation, home computers were becoming more common, but it wasn't, it was depending upon the wealth of the family, dependent upon the number of computers. Most families, if they had a home computer, they had one that was the family computer. A little more complicated to be watching pornography when the computer's in the family living room or something like that, or the family office, if there happened to be one. Now, bring it to today. What's a, what, what are the boomers being exposed to? The boomers are being exposed to the full throttle of high quality imagery that they can access on their phones, on their tablets, on their computers, on their laptops, whenever they want with ease of access, super high quality pornography, and also just an, an infinite amount of variety, an infinite amount of variety. And so... The access is massively extreme, very easy. There's n almost no barrier to entry. If, if, you're, if, if a kid can get on the internet, they can get their hands on porn. Yes, some of the parents out there might be saying, oh, I've got the privacy blockers and stuff like that for my kids. They help. They're not that hard to get around if a kid is tech savvy enough to try. Um, so be aware of that on a parent standpoint. And then the other component too, that is very different when it comes to pornography nowadays is the level of interaction. In the past, it's very rare for a person who is using pornography to interact with the person who's creating the pornography. You know, the, the actors that would be involved unless you were going to those kinds of porn conventions, which did exist in the past and they still exist today, you're not going to meet these people or really talk to them. You could send them fan mail. That was a thing of the past, but that level of interaction is still relatively minor. Today, though, there's a lot more intimate access 
to those who create the pornography and those who ingest the pornography. Sites like Pornhub, you know, allow you to comment on the videos and the, the creators of the videos can respond. Um, you have all of the social media. So if the, if the porn actors that you are interested in are on social media like Twitter or Instagram or any of the others, you can directly interact with them then there. Take it one step further with the, with the explosion of OnlyFans. You now have intimate access that you can pay into to be able to access pornography that can be created specifically for you as the user and to have that direct interaction back and forth. And so this creates a very unique dynamic that never existed before that has a, that's impacting every generation I mentioned from boomers down, but having a particularly strong impact on the Zoomers, the Gen Z generation, the younger generation today, because they have access to it in their formative years, something that the older generations never had. And that is this massive level of interaction and quantity and quality. So what's happening is that those who are truly diving down the, the pornography rabbit holes, what's ending up happening to them is that they are using pornography as a simplified version to get sexual gratification. Now, most of you might be saying, well, no, duh, that's the point of porn. But here's where it's becoming more of a problem. In the past, it was all one way. It was just still images or basic video up, up through the millennial generation to a degree. But now with the current level of access and the interaction back and forth, people can have quote unquote relationships with these, with the people who are creating the porn to create this back and forth of interaction. And what's starting to happen is that people who embrace this are starting to use this interaction with the porn actors as a way to give them romantic relationships or sexual relationships so that they don't have to pursue it in the regular real world. And this is creating a problem around, around the whole concept of personal development and around the whole concept of actually developing real relationships in life. Because here's the thing, there's a level of safety that comes from going through the porn actors through services like OnlyFans and things like that. Because, uh, because at the end of the day, it's a customer service experience. For OnlyFans, you are paying to subscribe to an individual or to a, to a studio. And they are giving you content that you are wanting. And you can pay even more to get more customized content in that kind of way. And so that never existed before. And you're talking about instances where you can be having live conversations with porn actors. This would be like the cam girl era, which did exist in my generation, the millennial generation. And now it's even more interactive nowadays because the quality is so much better. And it's allowing men to, to be able to get a level of sexual gratification and sexual and romantic connection in a safe environment. It's 
basically it's basically created this gigantic step that's one step below prostitution, which is still illegal in, I believe, 49 out of the 50 states. You can go to Nevada to, for prostitution. Um, but it's one step below that, but you, but it's still all the same level of interaction, all the same level of, of intimacy just through some kind of screen. And so what ends up happening is that those who engage with this level of pornography it's creating a cascade of effects for them. So one thing that's happening is that it can cause a person to withdraw from social activities. The, 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 the stimulation that, is a, that exists in modern day pornography is so intense that it's very hard to get that same level of intensity from everyday life, especially in a sexual way, especially considering the ease of getting your hands on it. You know, if you wanted to have a sexual experience with a, another consenting adult that wasn't, you know, that wasn't paid for in some fashion, you know, whether it's through porn or through the prostitution example, like I gave, you'd have to put yourself out in the dating world, whether you're using the, the dating apps or, or in person, and you'd actually have to put some risk of being rejected until you finally built up a relationship with someone, built a level of trust for them to to have sex with you or to have any kind of sexual act with you. That takes time, that takes effort. And there's a high, there's a level of risk there, especially for men. Men tend to be the ones who do the ask to ask people out. They tend to be the ones who get rejected as well. And so more often than women, those are, you know, social dynamics are changing there, but it's still more men than women. Pornography, there's no barrier of that. You click on the video, it's right there. You pay to interact with the porn actor and they're happy to give it to you because you've given them what they're looking for, which is money. And so it's causing men to withdraw from social activities in that kind of way. Another component that pornography is having a big issue with is around actual relationships, romantic relationships. Pornography is becoming more and more of a problem in conventional romantic relationships, whether you're dating or marriage, because part of it is there's the ease of using porn instead of actually having intimacy with your partner, which some people might say, why wouldn't you go with the real thing compared to the, to just the images and the videos? Part of it is being able to get what you want. Part of it is getting a variety that doesn't exist with your current partner. Cause at the end of the day, your current partner is going to have a certain body type, a certain hair color, a certain willingness to perform certain acts in the porn world there's no restrictions there you can get access to basically anything blondes brunettes redheads tall short fat thin you know every race every every everything every sexual orientation it's all there your partner can't do all can't do everything that's not possible we all have limitations in that kind of way another big thing too that's happening is the is the um the, the way that they're having sex is changing too because of the influence of porn. Porn is showing all of these things that are overly exciting, that are overly stimulating. I'm not going to go into detail only because it'll probably get this whole video thrown off YouTube, but a lot of demeaning acts are much more common in pornography. And then men want to bring that into their sexual relationships and their partners are kind of like 
No, I'm not going to let you hit me in that way. No, I'm not going to let you, you know, expel your fluids on me in that way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like, you know, the different kinds of staging situations or the outfits or the scenes. Like, at the end of the day, all the por- the porn is all fake. It's all staged. It's it's all created. It's all artificial. And the men nowadays, and also the the teens who are being exposed to it, especially the younger ones, don't understand how fake it really is. And so they think that their sexual acts should be similar to what they're seeing in pornography. And nothing ever lives up to that. In the same in the same way, a Disney movie when that portrays love, real love doesn't can't you can't duplicate that. It, it, it's fake. It's cinema. It's, it's artificial. And so that's causing a lot of issues in romantic relationships. And then it also causes issues with sexual satisfaction. Men are able to kind of cycle around when they're watching porn and jump between videos and just keep jumping around. And then the moment they start losing interest in anything, just click on another video and move on. And you can't do that in the same kind of way when you're actually performing sexual acts with an, a physical partner, you can't just start flipping things around super quick. And like, it's, it's too jarring. It's too, it's going to be difficult to get a partner to go with you with some of that. And the jumping around can be too severe. And so it, it's, it can cause men to be, have actually develop a level of erectile dysfunction to a degree because they're not getting the same level of satisfaction and it's, they're not getting as turned on because they've, you know, if normal sex with a, with a human being, you know, can be on a scale of zero to 10 pornography can push that scale up to zero to 50, zero to a hundred. And so like, when you go back to the standard one to 10, that level, that, that, that scaling is now so much more limiting in that kind of way, less intense. And so it ends up kind of diminishing that kind of sexual response. And it can, ca- it can cause issues around, like I said, around erectile dysfunction. It can cause issues around being, you know, being able to, to come to completion and things like that. And that's just the beginning of the iceberg too. You know, technology is continuing to evolve. Virtual reality porn is now a thing. And the, the level of interaction with that is vastly superior than even the videos nowadays where you put on the helmet you're getting the first person perspective of the porn actor and you get to look around and, 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 and be almost as if you're truly in the scene in that kind of way, which is just something that has never existed before. And at the, at the same time, once again, easy to access though expensive VR tech VR devices are still, are still pricier within the same level of variety as well. And then, with, every, with all the coming technology around AI, that's coming too. Porn is one of, one of those funny industries that tends to be on the edge of technology. And think about, think about being able to have the AI girlfriend, the AI um, sexual partner in that kind of way. It would, you know, similar to the OnlyFans situation, but then they'll do you know, tech, the, the AI will do whatever you want, can be whatever you want them to be. 
and can take it and can also give you unlimited access in regards to time. You know, even the OnlyFans porn actors, like there's only so much time you'll get with them, so much interaction you'll get with them because they're still a person, but AI can be duplicated an infinite number of times. And so, so a lot of doom and gloom, but what do you do with all this information that you have now? A big piece of this is simply being aware. You are now listening to this much more aware of the cautions around pornography, regardless of age. It's certainly more of a problem for the younger generation, but it's still a problem for the older generations, the millennials, Gen X, and the boomers. So it's being aware that diving too far down the rabbit hole of porn comes at a cost. And so just be aware of that. This, the same thing like when using alcohol, it can be fun. It can be enjoyable. It can even be used in social situations. There's lots of couples who watch porn together, but it can also become, it could also get out, get out of hand and it can also have a negative impact on your life, just like alcohol can. So it's being aware of that, that pornography does come at a cost and to be, and to develop that level of introspection with yourself, you know? Notice, you know, ask yourself, am I interact? Am I not pursuing romantic relationships because I'm satisfying my needs with pornography? Whether it's whether you don't have a girlfriend at all, or you're neglecting the, the romantic partner that you have, that's, that's a situation where you want to wake up and be like, okay, that's not a good thing. I either need to fix the relationships that I have, or I need to create a space to pursue a relationship. I can't just get it from this artificial source because at the end of the day, it's not going to give you that same kind of in-depth romantic satisfaction that you get from a real relationship with another physical human being. A big thing for parents, talking to you parents now, you need to teach your kids about pornography. Now I know you're going to be like, oh, that's awkward as hell. But here's the thing. What I mean by that is you need to teach them that it exists. You need to teach them that it is not real, that it is fake. These are people that have, a lot of them have augmented their bodies with surgeries, that the scenes are fake that the situations are fake, that this is no, this is no, that pornography is no different than the superhero movies of today. They are not real. That is not what sex is truly like. It's a, it's a facsimile. It's a, it's a, it's a, an artificial copy. You need to teach them that the earlier, the better. So ideally you're having the sex talk with them. Lots of parents want to avoid that one too. You should still have the birds and bees talk with them, but you need, to, I highly recommend folding in the porn component into this and just, and to, and to let them know that porn, that porn is this giant rabbit hole of, of content that is going that can and has a high probability of having a negative impact on your ability to actually have decent relationships 
and to and 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 also around your own personal satisfaction around your body you got to you know that's another thing too the porn actors that they use are going to be men who are more idealized. They're going to be men who are more well endowed when it comes to penis size. They're going to be men. They're going to, you know, when it comes to how long they're having sex, these are going to be men who've had practice to last a long time or who are taking, who are taking drugs to keep them harder or to keep their longevity with having sex and things like that. That's not real. That's all fake at the end of the day. It, you know, just like how, the bodies of the Marvel actors, you know, the, you know, Chris Hemworth with Thor or, or Chris Evans with Captain America, those bodies, most people do not have those kinds of bodies. It's the same on the porn side. Most people don't have those kinds of bodies that you see in pornography. Do they exist? Yes. Is it everyone? No. And it can cause a lot of self-esteem issues when it comes to men around their performance ability around their endowment around their physical appearance and thus that they, they feel like that's what they think women are expecting and the, and a lot of them sh can shut down and not even attempt it so so once again is porn the worst thing in the world no no can it be used in a way that doesn't have a negative impact on yourself or your relationship it can be if you choose it to be. That goes back to your own personal morality, like I said in the beginning. But is there risk? Yes. It's important to be aware of those risks and then to, to see how much you want to play with that level of risk. And if you're someone who's already noticed that you've that that some of these things I've described, you know, with withdrawal from social activities relationship issues, things like that, is that if that's already starting to affect you, hopefully this level of awareness can help you begin the process of disentangling yourself from the porn, meaning slowly start to pull away. Try to use porn less. Try to use less interactive versions of porn. So if you're, if so start, wean yourself off so if you're already using VR porn, go from VR porn back to just conventional videos. If you're already using videos and it's causing problems, go from videos down to just images. And if you're at a point where even imagery is causing problems, go from images to just your imagination in that kind of way when it comes to your own um, self-satisfaction with masturbation. Like slowly wean yourself off of it. And you'll start to notice that your body will adjust, your mind will adjust, and that kind of sexual energy, you can then redirect it into more healthier places for yourself, whether it's your pre-existing relationships or it's in the pursuit of a relationship in the real world and to, to walk away from overly investing in the artificial, which is porn. So, if you found this video to be interesting and you'd like to watch more videos, click over here for other content that I've created.